Welcome to Tesser and the Gang. Here's what we have to say about a lot of sports news that is not talked about on regular radio. Thank you so much for joining in. We have a lot of fans that are very interested in seeing what is going to come from this show. We have a lot of followers that already have been subscribed, so make sure you do sign up for Tesser and the Gang. However, we should start with the Carson Wentz trade. Here's the honest answer on something like that. Actually, we have to make sure that everybody is sound in. Yeah, they all have their microphones. Fantastic. Uh, basically, how many people does it take to screw into a light bulb with your kind of idea? It takes about 19 people because nobody can reach the actual ladder. Boom! Roasted. Anywho, Carson Wentz being traded to the Colts is kind of like me being traded off my favorite deck in Miami to a lower deck that nobody else has any interest in talking to. The problem is this. You are bringing on a quarterback that still has a destructive mindset. He left Philadelphia in a place where they fired their head coach, the offensive coordinator was placed, the defensive coordinator was able to save his job. Uh, yeah, he wasn't chopped up like Joffrey in Game of Thrones. But hey, let me explain something to you. All he has to live on is his reputation. It's a very hard situation to walk into when people say you're the guy. I haven't been the guy since I was like, in the 8th grade in PE, and then one time, I was a center, and I tackled like three guys, and they thought I was the most fantastic person ever known to mankind. But, did I get thrown out of the game? You bet your ass. Sorry, not trying to use foul language. But, you're bringing Carson Wentz into a fantastic line, into something that actually may build upon... His abilities. If you guys ever listen to uh, Freddie and Fitzsimmons, uh, shout out to 710 ESPN Radio. Uh, they brought him on and he sounded more confused about what team he was on than um, I know the left from the right poles on the second Saturn of Equinox. However, the point being is you brought in Philip Rivers for five months. No training practice. No preseason. You had an opportunity to graze off a quarterback that knows how to close in games. The problem was he never won anything beyond an AFC championship because uh, Bill Belichick cheated. You didn't hear that from here, but I mean, you've heard that from everybody else. So... You're bringing Carson Wentz. Do you realize what kind of sap he is? The problem is, the Eagles take on a lot of that dead cap space. Actually, the most dead cap space in the entire 
NFL history. Think about that. They were that desperate to get rid of this guy. Moses couldn't part the Red Seas if he didn't have an actual feeling that keeping him on was toxic, even with a new head coach. My answer would be this, if I was the Eagles. Bring bring Peterson back. What did Doug Peterson do to you that really fucked everything up? Your players rallied behind him. He was an O-lyman coach before. He knows... He understands the way the game is played. And now you're bringing, like, a special teams coach. You guys are trying to pull, like, a Joe Judge, like, New York. Uh, Let me tell you something. He's got about three trick plays up his sleeve. When your quarterback wants to uh, stand in the pocket and actually put up to something, God bless you. Because the honest answer is, are you looking to get pulverized or are you looking to make something out of what you really want? So, the bottom line is Carson Wentz for all those picks. And here's the answer. Every radio station from Massachusetts all the way down to San Diego has talked about this trade. And I don't want to spend that much time on it. But I will tell you this. I'm going to give you an over-under. Eight-game win. That's it. If he can push him to the playoffs and get beyond the first round, you guys can come over to my house. I'll take care of all the tequila and the vodka. Anything you want, I'll make sure it's good. Because I promise you, it does not exist. So, let's talk about something that's real right now. Everybody wants to talk about Deshaun Watson. Could be Miami. Could be Carolina, the new front runner. Could be the Jets. Has anybody seen the uh, post in the New York Times on the Jets? It is. Uh, it's a little comical, but let's be real. New York media. I mean, am I right or am I wrong? Well, it's funny because I was going to pull up some clips, but the problem is I don't have any internet right now, except on my laptop, which that's too many steps away. However, here's what I have to say on that. Deshaun Watson will not leave the AFC. He will not leave without a guaranteed contract for a top 10 quarterback. And we are going to do a countdown of the top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL a little bit later in the podcast. But the easiest thing for everybody to understand is this. Why would you give up a bag of gold for a leprechaun that may or may not have some kind of demeanor and feel like they have something? What are you keeping this something in? A crystal ball? It's ridiculous. Even though it is our first episode, I do want to make a shout out to a couple of people. Um, I'll be real quick on this since I don't have any sponsors yet. However, Red Bull, they may be interested in signing a contract. Probably not at this point. But 
Let me tell you something. Uh, we do a quick shout out to uh, my boy Tori, my boy Ziggy Fresh, Bird, and Colin. Uh, all of them, big supporters of the show. Uh, they have to like me on Instagram because at this point, if they don't, I don't know who will. However, let's keep talking about pandemics and sports. It's a hard subject. It's something that we all don't want to go through. But let me explain something to you. I was with my parents the other day and God bless them. Fantastic people. Kathy and Ross, they are great um, but what we thought about was how do sports line up in this new world that we're all dividing? How are we all going to go through this? In Europe, it's going to be its own thing. In Asia, it'll be its own thing. Mexico, South America, United States, everybody's going to come up with their own strategic ways of making sure people can be there, but can't contact each other. And it's interesting Because here, I mean, according to Dr. Fauci, it's a six-feet rule. I don't know if you've ever turned on a college basketball game any time during the season. If you wake up early enough, you don't have a hangover. Normally what I do is I I put on two games, ESPN, and then I also throw it on Fox because... What I like to see is a different sort of perspective on the same kind of thing. And we all go through this. How does one family member handle the same sort of news that a different family member handles? It's the same piece of news. It doesn't mean anything. But everybody handles it in their own separate way and form. So, today, South Carolina versus Tulane... um, What's interesting about that game, both of them have losing records. You can look it up. However, Tulane's playing the spoiler. Their goal is we are definitely not making the NCAA tournament. And nobody knows how that tournament's going to be set up yet. It could be 16 teams. It could be 32, 64. Nobody knows. They haven't announced it. It's an interesting setup. I feel like that makes teams more engaged that are on the bubble, except for uh, maybe the top five, top four, uh, Gonzaga, Michigan, Juwan Howard, we'll get into that, Um, Ohio State, same thing, uh, Big Ten. I'm just very inclined to say things about the Big E's because that is really where basketball started. However... You have to understand, everybody has an opinion on where this should go. And should we allow fans in? Should we not? What does March Madness feel like without fans, without maybe there's a bubble team that got in 13 versus a a 3 or a 4? You know, that game happens to be in... uh, North Carolina, guess what? They show up in droves, and that's what peaks the other person's competition, and they can't match up to that. So that's why you get those 13-3 defeats. That's why you get those 6-11s on your uh, brackets, which I will also be giving out my bracket picks next episode. But you have to understand, when you have teams like Duke, Kansas, 
Kentucky, all three of them, probably not making the seeds. And there's no NIT tournament anymore because COVID. Think about that in a realistic point of view. John Calipari would bring all his freshmen just because he needs to show them off. It's like owning the newest brand of car and being able to say to people, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to show you something. Even though it may be on a losing squad, he's got a great engine. He's not doing that anymore. And this is why I switch up things so fast because the answer is you're going from football to outdoor hockey, which we will talk about. I feel like everybody did a fantastic job on putting this outdoor hockey together. It was something that I think there was only 850 fans. And the truth is, it's on the border of Nevada and California. Are you kidding me? Gavin Newsom wouldn't let about four people sit down and breathe together. It's ridiculous. But getting people congregated for sports, no matter how far the distance is, gives the players life. It gives them an interest in showing up and actually trying to make something work. And even today, even today, you see teams that have no shot of either making the tournament or doing something different, but you have to understand that they are showing up and trying to represent their schools, the place they live in, the people that recruited them. There's a lot that goes into it because they signed on pre-COVID. Any sophomore on any basketball, college basketball team is a pre-COVID sign. Here's what's going to happen in the next five years. You're going to see a lot of homegrown talent signing up to homegrown talent places because who wants to leave their family during this? Who wants to sit in a dorm room by themselves and sit there and twiddle their thumbs and play a Chinese finger trap on their own. There is no interaction anymore that involves college. And I'll tell you something. I went to college for a long time and we'll get into that. But you can't understand what the meaning of it is until you have social interactions and have somebody that wants to be a part of it. It's tough. It's heartbreaking. My heart goes out to all of the people working on the front lines, everybody that is a nurse, a doctor, even my cousin, cousin Jamie, shout out. Uh, we just make sure that they are okay. You're dealing with thousands of people every day coming into the grocery store. And then with Texas too. I mean, you're dealing with people right now that don't understand what kind of, that's rough. There's no other way to cut it. It's difficult, but you have to get that. People will still show up for work. Unbelievably so. My answer is, I mean, you know, if the sun isn't shining in a certain direction, I got to get off the air. It's, it's too much. I can't stand up in a blizzard. Are you kidding me? I lived in the Northeast. We'll talk about that again. But, I mean, shit. It's ridiculous. But people... In Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, all throughout the state have been showing up, working hard, getting people's gas on, their electricity on, reconnecting wires. It is fantastic. And if you want to donate, 
I don't have any sponsors on this, but you donate either to a real affiliated group, the Red Car, the Red Cross, UNICEF, people that actually are going to give the money back to. Most of us sitting here right now are listening throughout the country. There's 51 states, beautiful states, um, but we all have to go through this and we all have to support one another especially during COVID, especially during, think about it. Think about if Alabama just went through this cold freeze and nobody expected it. We all go to the grocery stores, we go to all these places, even now, we take it for granted. All I hope is that everybody enjoys where they're living, everybody's happy, everybody enjoys it. We'll be back in 15 seconds for sports. So we're back. Um, the honest answer is I only have a couple minutes because I don't want to overload my first viewers on something that they may or may not be interested in. But I think the most interesting thing going on in sports right now is the Brooklyn Nets. It took a lot of gall to acquire a guy like uh, Kyrie. Incredible player. He does have a heart of a champion. He knows how to sink major shots. But everybody still discounts him. And I'm going to tell you why. Because his flat earth story, that went viral. It would be like, um, geez, I, I'm not good at examples. But in my industry, what we do is uh, tell you nots. Which means, don't tell me you have like a V8 engine and you want to try to get into a four-cylinder. It's, it's a little bit difficult. However, he left. He went to Boston. Boston has its own history with certain ways that sports are played that has nothing to do with his decision. I understand that, and I feel like that was very expressly concerned by the media. Nobody was interested in that type of story. However, he went to Brooklyn because, one, that is the next big market. There are certain cities in the United States that are coming up a lot faster than everywhere else. Vegas is one of those cities. You brought in a hockey team. You did fantastic. They made the Stanley Cup Finals year one. Think about that. It's very difficult to do something like that. However, there is an expansion draft, and we can get into that more later. But you bring... You create your own team, and then guess what their city plan was? We bring in the Raiders. And if anybody has ever watched 30 for 30s, which I highly recommend, I will give my top five on the next episode, my top five 30 for 30s, that I will guarantee or I'll give you your money back if you buy them. But you can get a lot of them streamed on ESPN+, Plus, which is uh, my first sponsor, thank God. Because uh, I can't afford the rent, but maybe they can. However, bring in the Raiders into a town like Vegas. Are you kidding me? That's a guaranteed sales success model. 
It does not happen very often in sports. And if you've ever seen Al Davis, any of his interviews, he always wanted his own place. He tried to make it the Coliseum in Oakland. We'll talk about Oakland. Didn't exist. No public funding. Not their fault. Public funding should not go towards a stadium. It should go towards bettering the community. Then he stole them and brought them down to L.A. Fantastic. And they were great here. You're talking about some great teams. Marcus Allen, stud. Won a Super Bowl. Right down here. In my hometown. This is why you still have fans. In Southern California, Northern California, and also what you also had was a lot of cultural influence. And it is a most fantastic thing when you can get people to buy into something that you already feel and you feel like you're being picked out from a crowd, but you're also still there. The only other thing I have to say about the Raiders is this. That brand will never change. In the beginning times, which I'm telling you, if you watch Al Davis versus the NFL 30 for 30 on ESPN+, it is a fantastic story. But you have to understand, he, he ran it like a business. Everybody does. Why wouldn't you? They ought to. You're talking about the 1960s. It was a very difficult time for professional sports other than our national pastime, baseball. However, nobody sits down. If you put 100 people in a room today and you said, what's our national pastime? 80% of people, people that don't even listen or watch or do anything, everybody wants to sit down for Sunday and watch some football, get some wings, have a drink, and have a good time. What's different about it now is the action. You're giving people some kind of story, something to follow. You're watching Tom Brady play. He's leaving New England. Everybody thinks he can't do it. And what does he do? He beats all y'all. Guess what? That's a winner. And we'll get into my Tom Brady analysis in the next episode. But see, the only answer... Why I'm here, to be very honest, is I just have this love for sports. There are so many things that we can dissect. There's so much time that we can spend time on. We're going to bring on callers. We're going to bring on analysts. We're going to talk about things that actually matter in this sport. Anybody can be a Stephen A. God, I mean, hey, he's a legend. I love it. He's fantastic. But nobody understands the intricacies of what makes people show up, what makes people passionate about their teams from their hometowns. Get it. Because your father, your grandfather, or your uncle, or your cousin, or your brother, whoever it is, has an allegiance to it. And you sit down there, and it's just like sleepy nighttime stories. You know, there once was a king, a queen, and an evil dragon. It's the same thing with sports. Everybody has a common connection. And it is such a beautiful thing where we can just enjoy 60 minutes worth of play. And yes, sometimes they get overpaid, and we talk about that. 
and sometimes they get underpaid and we talk about what a rising star they are. And the thing that makes it so relatable is we're all going through this in our life because people say, I can be that guy. And they show all the promise in the world and guess what? They put in the work and they are that guy. And then there's the prodigal son, the guy that was bred into it. You know, he's whoever junior, uh, insert name here. It doesn't have anything to do with that. There's a certain amount of talent that comes through these doors. And we have to be supportive. We have to love it. We have to embrace it. And that's what this podcast is all about, to be very, very honest. We just want people to talk about sports, to love sports, to be a part of something that almost feels greater than them. And it is because we can't affect the outcome on the field. But when you give something, when you feel something that just doesn't change and you go, I love the insert team name here. I'm not talking about where I'm from yet, but I have got a little inkling to where I am. However, you got to enjoy it. You've seen the highs, you've seen the lows, and it is something that you just don't get every day. And people sit and watch Sports Center, and it's a fantastic business marketing plan. But what I would like to offer to my fans, my followers, the people that are actually interested, is an open discussion. Something that we can all talk about and listen to and just bring in our knowledge. And my honest answer is I hope you guys can give me some perspective because fans from Cincinnati, fans from Florida, fans from New York, wherever you're from, everybody has his perspective. Sam Donald, he may not be the guy, whatever. Bring it in. Give your opinion because all sports is about is, in my in my honest answer, unless you're betting and uh, Vegas, you're not hearing me say this, but enjoy it, watch it, have a great time doing it, and that's what my podcast is here to do. Give you something that no other sports podcast will do. We will do betting hour. Um, something I'm going to do is bring on some very skilled betters. And we will talk about that, but it's nothing I sponsor. I don't have any sponsors from um, uh, DraftKings or anything like that. I don't sit here with any kind of judgment. I just sit here saying we have an opportunity to talk about sports and get really deep into it. See, if you call into your local sports radio, they're only going to have a 15-minute segment on us trading for Deshaun Watson in New York or Houston. We're going to have a 15-minute segment. I will go so deep with you guys, and we will talk about it and dissect it. And even post-game, you know, if we have a post-game Western Conference Final or whatever it may be, Everybody deserves an opportunity to call in, say what they want to feel, and then we can dissect that. And then we can bring in new callers, new fans, people that want to be a part of this because it is intimidating. Nobody wants to call up a radio station and then they're driving the car. How do you turn off the radio station? How do I make the signal not interfere? Guess what? We're here for you, whether it's internet, radio, phone, whatever it is. We are just here to hear your opinion. And that's why we only want to hear the best of the best. 
And guess what? It doesn't always work out that way. But we will give you an opportunity to speak your mind, to be a part of something, and grow. Uh, This is my first podcast. I hope everybody subscribes. Good luck. God bless. And we'll see you soon.